0: and exciting to see what they can do in the future and possibly do at the Euros coming up in the summer getting on the oh. plane exactly uh, so with that Manchester City set up a tie with Paris Saint-Germain as we're going to call it El Kashikun <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh, and my co-presenter, as always, Brad. How are you on this Thursday afternoon? Surviving again. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, we have an action-packed show for you today. We talk all things Champions League action. From the past two days, we look ahead to an outstretched Premier League uh, round of fixtures, we've got the FA Cup to look forward to and all the exciting fixtures from around Europe and a roundup of the international scene from the women's game on Tuesday but there's only one place to start and that is of course the Champions League action and on Wednesday night Manchester City beat Borussia Dortmund 2-1 thanks to goals from Phil Foden and a penalty from Riyad Mahrez to give Pep Guardiola's side a 4-2 aggregate win and set up a semi-final for the first time in what seems a long time for Pep Guardiola. Do
1: you want to make the money reference joke or
0: shall I? We'll save that for the next game in a second, don't worry.
1: Um, Fair play with Man City though. Looked like they were a bit of trouble
0: with that first half, it was a bit precarious. Yeah, 100%. It was never an easy going, and it definitely didn't help that Bellingham uh, scored a goal after what was it like 15 minutes in that game? I think it was. I thought it was Uh, later than that. Good goal is no, I think it was roughly there, but yeah, got um, that early lead and made the tie a lot more interesting. And made Man City come out a bit more in the second half to like make sure that Dortmund didn't complete their comeback.
1: Yeah, again, it was the Bellingham and Foden show, but they're the standards Uh, of this. Harland was quite quiet again.
0: Yeah, uh, like I've said he's, Since the international break in the men's game Haaland's been really quiet d- During it and now after He's done nothing he is in both of these ties
1: Obviously I was joking when I said he was over acid, But Christ
0: <laughs> hmm. Maybe he really does need The help of Jadon Sancho To uh, get him firing But He obviously missed the tie through injury And yeah, like you said, Foden Excellent, uh, again In both legs of this tie and two very bright young stars for the future just it's crazy to think that Jude Bellingham's doing this like he's only 17 years old I know that saying's been said a million and one times but he's putting Birmingham on the map which is a good thing because obviously not many people will know put, sorry, about Birmingham, Birmingham
1: but... on the map. Jack Greenish did that years ago
0: yeah but he's put Aston on the map he's put like Birmingham, Birmingham on the map, like everyone's talking about Birmingham City and all that, and all these like, academy days there, rather than
1: He was so good, they knew they weren't going to find a prospect like him, so they just closed the academy
0: Yes, and retired <laughs> his numbers <laughs> uh, But yeah, absolutely cracking uh, two legs from both young Englishmen, and it's uh, very good and exciting to see what they can do in the future, and possibly do at the Euros coming up in the Get summer, both Exactly uh, So with that Manchester City Set up a tie With Paris Saint-Germain As we're going to call it El Cachico <laughs> As we We had El Clasico At the weekend It's now El Cachico Oh god <laughs> It's you, been a while Since we've seen did you, These two UAE versus these Dubai These two aren't going
1: to care about the match They're just going to be saying who could stick the biggest middle finger up To the UEFA
0: Exactly Oh. <laughs> uh, it should be a very good tie, oh, yeah. though. Like, it's going to be uh, one of, the, like, one of the more entertaining semi-finals that we've had in recent years. Uh, both got very quality uh, players, and I don't think it's as easy as, um, like, who will get to the final. Out yeah. of oh, the two of them, it's. I think it's really close.
1: It's, it is quite open. I mean, we expect it, Bayern, to get through, but. Mm. Uh, I don't want to say missing Lewandowski harmed, but they certainly weren't as uh, clinical yeah, or aggressive, for that matter. Like PSG, yeah. would sort of dominate for parts of that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, just doing quick calculations over the two ties, Bayern Munich had forty-five shots during the games and scored three times. <laughs> I know we said it uh, when after the first leg, but they really turned out to be Brighton and Hove Albion in this uh, Champions League you time. Can, you
1: can't always rely on Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting.
0: Well, they seem to.
1: <laughs> like they sort of were in this league. I couldn't believe he scored.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous that he scored. But yeah, credit to PSG managed to um, turn around the fortunes of. Less well, not you can't even say twelve months ago, but uh, last season's uh, Champions League final and obviously get the victory on away goals were all uh, to see them obviously set up with Manchester City. Neymar again, I think, was brilliant over both ties.
1: Brilliant, I think, slightly stretchy. He, he was good. He was. He was. He was desperate for that goal, and yeah. how he didn't get it in the game two days ago it's kind of extraordinary. He,
0: yeah, it's a bit. I it it's I seen something the other day, and it did make me think that is quite true. And that is that if Neymar's having a bad performance, everyone slights him, and if he, if he ever has a good performance, people seem to like talk too much about oh how it's in the Farmers League or never against good opposition and this and the other. You know, like, why can't we just praise the guy for having actual real good talent? Like he is a really good player. I think. The only thing that really annoys me about Neymar is he's like flopping and diving, and he's theatrics in that sense, trying to win a free kick. But other than that, he's a really world class player. Yeah,
1: it's the fact that he's missing a standout moment like Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, and you know, even as far as like Ronaldinho, they've all produced a standout moment in their career that you could say has yeah. taken them to their their success.
0: Yeah because I mean he, he did all that while at Santos like all the tricks and flicks and that's what got him the move to Barcelona and he was brilliant because I think he broke I think he broke onto the scene like 17 18 years old at uh, Santos maybe even a bit earlier then got to move to Barcelona when he was 21 I think and in that Barcelona team he was phenomenal but that's because that whole Barcelona team was absolutely incredible like if you think of that 2014-15 squad, him, Suarez, Messi. Oh, what a front three that was. you got to
1: forget they still had the, mid- uh, the midfielders beyond them as well that were more or less at their peak.
0: Yeah. And now coming into this PSG squad, he's obviously got Mbappe there. Uh, when he first joined, he had Thiago Silva in defence. Dani Alves was there uh, for a bit. So it's not like he's not had... Like uh, world class players around him since coming to Europe, and that's why I think he hasn't really had that much of a standout game as of yet for him. Where maybe if he, I don't know, I know it's not going to happen because he's set to sign a new contract there, but say if he was to move to like a different league, so England or Germany, then maybe he could have like a standout moment there and be like, wow, okay, this guy is actually really world class, and fans will actually appreciate him.
1: Yeah, it's all he's missing.
0: Mm. Uh, the other tie that took place on Wednesday was at Anfield between Liverpool and Real Madrid a game that finished nil-nil and that saw Real Madrid progress to the semi-finals winning 3-1 on aggregate in a game where not really much happened in it
1: Yes. I think we could safely say that Liverpool had in Harry Potter's words no defence against the dark arts <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, Real Ra- 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 uh, Madrid proved why they're the masters of those dark arts, they were tie wasting, just being robbery, mm. being the shithouses yeah. that
0: they are. And that just sums up Zidane as a manager sometimes in the Champions League. Like, he can play an absolute masterclass when it's needed, but at the same time, he can do an absolute fucking shithousery show like this and just get the result that is needed. And obviously, they didn't need to come out and play at all because they had the advantage and it forced Liverpool to be the more expanse team and more team that would have like open up in terms of like defensive wise where Madrid they it's literally like they could just run around for ninety minutes and as long as they didn't concede everything was fine for them.
1: Yeah. And Liverpool had the chances. Oh, they,
0: yeah, they had the they chance,
1: don't. It feels like a moment as well and I saw this all over Twitter last night as well. They feel like it may be the last moment for that that front three that we've seen for years now.
0: Yeah, I think one of them I don't know whether it will be Firmino or Salah I think one of them two will be the ones that go be, In the next 12 months I don't
1: think Sadio Mane, maybe Because he's tailed off massively
0: <laughs> I think he has But it, it, there doesn't seem to be as much rumours Surrounding Mane potentially leaving Where it always seems to be like Salah potentially going to Madrid Or Firmino going elsewhere Where you don't really hear anything about Sadio Mane so I think he's the one that would stay out of the three. But the incredible thing about this tie as well is Real Madrid won it without Rafa Varane and Sergio Ramos playing. of respect on notcha. Like, that is an incredible feat that they managed to do that. But yeah, uh, so they have set up a tie with Chelsea, who won 2-1 on aggregate. That is despite losing... 1-0 on the night In a very late goal From Mediterranean. Uh, he no. scored in stoppage time For Porto Absolute beautiful goal Like you say He's
1: could have done that 10 minutes earlier
0: Yeah And then that would have put uh, A lot more panic In Chelsea fans' hearts If uh, he did score that earlier Because obviously That would have given Porto that bit of steam That they would have needed To go on and score Potentially a second And then Send the game to extra time Yeah it Seems pretty straightforward For Chelsea as
1: well like Porto didn't yeah. really show as much. Like they, like they did against Juve. Like where was that? Mm.
0: Yeah, it seemed like they've ridden their Champions League look out in that last uh, tie against Juventus. Like you say, and it was all used up by the time it came to play to playing uh, Chelsea this week. Yeah. Uh, the. Semi finals will take place on the 27th and 28th of this month, so in just under two weeks' time, will we will have uh, the first legs of the semi finals. Uh, should be very good games. Uh, is there a final that you particularly want out of the games that you could pot- potentially have? Ooh. Do you know always
1: nah? sticks out to me. I think maybe. For interest reasons, I don't want Man City in it. Keep yeah. exclusive club exclusive.
0: Exactly. But for me, I I want to see PSG versus Real Madrid. I think that would be an absolute class Champions uh, League do you know
1: final. Do want? PSG versus Chelsea. Thomas, two derby. There, that's actually that's the one of the best story.
0: Yeah, like you said, that has really a good. It does have a good storyline to see whether so the old manager can get one yeah. over the new manager and the old manager's showing his old club hey, hey this is what you missed out on I've won the cup. it does like you say got the perfect storyline but I don't know whether that would be like as watching wise would that be the best game to watch
1: it would be because Mbappe would know that he has to come out and have a masterclass as does Neymar
0: <laughs> but as
1: well, true. either way whoever would win out of PSG Chelsea would have a lasting story I think Tuchel obviously beat PSG as you mentioned Roger PSG, yeah. pot wins in his first few walks there. After
0: and gives PSG their first European title as and well. Tottenham in the mud. Yeah. Oh. That wow! Now you're saying that I actually kind of want PSG to win it.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: That has uh, some really good storylines. Is, thinking that, about is it. they
1: were all in on the PSG hype train.
0: I wouldn't say I'm all in, but. I'd say I'm on the train Let's say that, I'm on the train But I might get off early and go visit the Eiffel Tower Rather than fully stop at the Parc de France <laughs> uh, Right, as we said It's a long scheduled Premier League weekend uh, With games being broken up all across the next seven days We have football um, Which is something we absolutely love to see So it kicks Boy, off depends, on Friday evening <laughs> Well, as long as it's not international friendlies or qualifications, if it's an actual tournament, I love. Then I'll watch it. um So on Friday evening, we've got a probably the biggest game of the weekend that or the week uh, scheduled, and that is Everton versus Tottenham from Goodison Park at eight o'clock on Sky Sports. Everton currently sit in eighth place on forty-eight points, having played a game less than the Spurs, who are in seventh on forty-nine. Definitely. uh very interesting to see how this does because Spurs really need a victory to keep any hopes of Europa League football and even possibly Champions League though I would say that it's pretty much faded uh, to
1: it's the same Everton
0: as well yeah but I don't, I know their fans will obviously be disappointed if they don't get European football this season but I think that's kind of expected and I don't think Spurs can really go another year without European football like, I think if that happens this season I'd say Mourinho's gone in the summer, and 100% Harry Kane would be going.
1: Yeah, we, well, we discussed that one enough. Yeah. I just hope the game's I just yeah. hope the game's entertaining and not like watching paint dry.
0: Yeah, it does have a scream, uh, this game's going to be absolutely dull. Because let's face it, Tottenham have uh, already been
1: destroyed by paint already
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll get on to that in a second. Uh, the first game, because this was the first match day of the season... Uh, finished 1-0 to Everton and Dominic Cavalow and scored the only goal in the game uh, after 55 minutes but uh, well, again it wasn't really the most entertaining game if I remember correctly uh, but yeah like you he's it's, it's got absolutely done it over by paint um, so today they announced a new sponsorship with uh, paint company Dulux So it you know uh, was I I, I weird when I first
1: saw it on Twitter I because my eyes are not that good, I generally saw
0: Jurex. Let's at it. I mean, that is um, Jesus Christ. That would be um, a sponsorship and a half to announce uh, if it was with Jurex. But no, it's with Dulux I I don't even what what are they doing? Do we- Number one paint brand is our first ever paint supplier. Why Why do they need a paint supplier for? It'll come it in very courts. handy
1: if there's any like, Harry Kane displays around the place. That'll, that'll come in very handy when they have to paint over it.
0: True, and uh, whoever runs the Twitter account for Drew looks—I mean, he's probably no longer in the job. But while it lasted and after the sponsorship was announced, he had an absolutely uh, brilliant uh, few minutes. So it's through so the person knew
1: can... they were on their last legs and they went out swinging.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, one person tweeted, Can the dog play centre back? And he said he might do a better job, Chris. Another one was, um, Time to paint that trophy cabinet in repleted. Uh, he commented the picture for sale, unused trophy cabinet. Uh, and then another one said, Paint the dusty trophy cabinet. And he said, Don't be silly, services should be dust free before painting. <laughs> Absolute brilliant. Oh. Uh.
1: How embarrassing is your club now have to become to been on over
0: by a paint company. <laughs> yeah, is an absolute joke. That doesn't scream more of a joke club that I don't know what does. Like, it is absolutely hysterical that they've been done by a paint company. I think it, was, it was also top to jokes as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely brilliant while it lasted. Um, elsewhere then. On Saturday, the half twelve kickoff sees Newcastle play West Ham at St James's Park. West Ham, obviously, in f- high flying position, up in fourth, fifty five points heading into the weekend, whilst Newcastle are just above the relegation zone on thirty two. You
1: got, hey. you got one club flying high. Europe in their sights. So their season, it's going to be a very nice end. And then there's West Ham <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, The return of Steve Bruce Football uh, genius <laughs> Always relied on him
0: he, he, This is the type of weekend That he does it And he, he puts no, West Ham's I, Champions I League say, we, Fritz. we didn't
1: say this stuff. We didn't have much time On Newcastle In the last episode I just I couldn't help but laugh At the BBC's head "Oh, they were trying to say As Steve Bruce Turned this around look. Fuck
0: off! Yeah, he hasn't turned anything
1: around games.
0: at all. Like <laughs> they're just lucky that Fulham haven't also been winning. That's why he looks so good at the minute. Is because Ful- Fulham have also lost games where that over the last two weeks, or was it a win, a loss, in a draw? Was it, two, it was losses? two losses? Yeah. So I think that's what's made the Newcastle situation seem not as dire as it actually is. It's still as depressing but as fuck. It it, yeah, it's just still really, really bad. Um, could we be set for another Jesse Lingard Masterclass this weekend?
1: Well, if he doesn't, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, this this oh, guy yeah. can't do it against the basketball clubs? can he?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, right, and then the next game is at quarter past eight, which is... Weird having that big of a gap in between Premier League football, but it's because of the funeral of Prince Philip, so that's why football's been moved this weekend. Um and that is Wolves versus Sheffield United at quarter past eight from Molyneux Stadium. Uh Wolves currently sit in twelfth place on thirty eight points, and obviously Sheffield United are rock bottom with fourteen points. <laughs> This isn't gonna, this isn't going to be an entertaining game, is it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, Wolves aren't going down. Both. They're not going
1: to be in Europe. Sheffield are down and will never be in Europe ever again.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they've got it's it's a nothing game. This one it's one of the few where we're at this point of the season already, and neither team have anything to fight for or wor- worry about because. We already know Sheffield United are condemned to relegation And like you say Wolves are in no man's land Where like you said No ups, no down Just chill
1: There's something I could add with Sheffield United It's that Chris Wilder's statement in the week Was very nice Yeah,
0: yeah uh, I did only briefly uh, skim through it But it did seem like a beautiful sentiment uh, About his time at Bramall Lane And Um Surprisingly he's decided to do one now After all this time of being sacked And then again It was like two weeks after their sacking That their owner came out and spoke about it So Nothing surprises me anymore With uh, that club yeah. <laughs> Then on Sunday We have Arsenal versus Fulham From the Emirates Stadium At half past one Arsenal currently in ninth place With 45 points Everton, um, Fulham even I don't know why I said Everton Uh, Are in 18th place With 26 Why do I see Arsenal Bottle in this game for?
1: Is it weird that I also have that same thought (laughs) process?
0: I mean it will be interesting To see how they get on tonight In the Europa League Because obviously they've got to play their second leg Against uh, Slavia Prague it it doesn't fill me with confidence this Arsenal team, I think and this is the type of game that they could really lose, and it wouldn't be a shock. <sighs>
1: okay. So we follow them having something to fight for, and then then they get the asked to have that Arsenal do have something to fight for, but you just know their yeah. inconsistencies are there still, and it would be
0: typical if they did All lose this. Yeah, I don't know if there's any. Has there really been any improvements under Mikel Arteta compared to Unai Emery?
1: Considering they were mid-table when he was there last season, uh, no.
0: That's <laughs> the thing. Like I'm not. This just. I mean, apart from the starting eleven he chooses, and maybe the tactics. There's there's just nothing different from Arsenal under Emery to Arsenal now under Arteta. Oh, you can only
1: judge Arteta more. I guess if he's like this next season. But yeah, this isn't great
0: No And it will obviously be a l- Ten times worse if they do get knocked out Of the Europa League later on tonight For us uh, Wouldn't look good for them At, at all yeah. And, and they, then, the If anything
1: w- I want them good. for it Just to like, harvest some hope Of actually caring for the Europa League
0: Yeah I can see where you're coming from But I just, I'm I don't know I don't think Young's back for it yet or is he? Gonna, I think he might be a late fitness check because obviously he's been ill this past week and I'm not too sure uh, I think Smith Rowe and Odegaard have been in training because I think they missed their last game through a bit of injury but I think they should be okay for this one okay, what, was, as far as I'm what was
1: Aubameyang ill with did he finally look in the mirror
0: oh god don't be talking about that haircut again. it's awful I don't want to be reminded of it Right, next up on Sunday at 4 o'clock is Manchester United versus Burnley. United in second place with 63 points whilst Burnley are in 16th with 33. I mean, United don't really beat Burnley. like They are United's bogey team when it comes to playing them. So I wouldn't expect a comfortable result as many would would expect uh, from United this weekend. Is
1: it you like? because, you know, we now found out what the real problem was all season with Man and why are not? That's like title challenges, you know. So it would, it would so, just be nice for your players to actually see who they're passing to for a change.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, so if anyone has missed that, uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said in his press conference on Wednesday that the reason United's home form has been so bad is because obviously the fans not been there and there's been a lot of red advertisements and shirts, things around Old Trafford and it's obviously players have seen it out the corner of their eyes thinking it's a teammate and they've passed it to that rather than an actual teammate which is an incredible excuse because every team has been in the same boat as United. Yet yeah, not every team has bad home form this season.
1: I know my new fans wanted to be like Ferguson. We didn't mean mm. literally. He's pulled one straight from the Ferguson book of quotes there.
0: Yeah. What is he on about? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely have no, no idea. No sense of what you <laughs> and you can go. Do you know what
1: he's fucking right
0: there? He's spot on. I have. Rally. I I can completely agree with you there, Ollie. I know what you're talking about. We've been saying this for months. <laughs> exactly. No one's believed us. Yeah, um... Hey, if it does improve our home form, then... He's a genius and I can't complain.
1: Just screw it, change the seat colours of Villa the Park park. Light blue. i they can't tell. Hmm,
0: exactly. And,
1: but, how do Bad City get on?
0: I know, they have to do this every week of the season. <laughs> got no fans there, and even in a regular know, since year. I think was a thing. <laughs> uh... Exactly. Poor Man City fans. or well, Man City, should I say. Not Man City fans, there isn't any. <laughs> then, uh, next up on Monday night, we have Leeds United versus Liverpool. Uh, kick-off from Ellen Road. Again, 8 o'clock. Liverpool are in 6th place on 52 points, whilst Leeds are in 10th on 45. This could be a really good I game. I just beg that this
1: is... at least. Half
0: as good as the last one. <laughs> I don't. What was the last one? I don't the, remember. It Four, very, three, yeah, first game. Yeah, yeah, the very first game of the season, wasn't it? And everyone was calling, "Fucking Marcelo Bielsa a blooming genius." Uh, yeah, there. so like you said, f- mm, uh, Mo Salah scored a hat trick for Liverpool in that game, and Virgil van Dijk was actually playing football and then scored in that game (laughs) and then uh, Leeds goal scorer as well Matthias Click, Patrick Brumford and Jack Harrison Um, yeah I would expect pretty much a similar game, I don't know whether it would be as high goal wise but uh, I do expect it to be a thoroughly open match uh, between the two sides and it would be interesting to see how Liverpool's front three can bounce back after that uh, Champions League knockout to Real Madrid earlier on this week
1: it will be I think mean, their season's over almost they they just have to battle to try and get the top four
0: yeah well I think that they can I don't know whether they see out the top I think West Ham and Chelsea are more likely to get the top four for them uh, before them and Liverpool I think Europa League Realistically this season Is the thing that I think they can get Because I think West Ham or Chelsea Will go on that Incredible Like an incredible run And uh, Be more dominant And then get that Last qualification place And then One of The team who doesn't Obviously get that I think they will falter off a bit And then Liverpool Will be able to capitalise And get that Europa League spot
1: Maybe Not fair up with the conference League though Last
0: the- well, yeah, they still have the Conference League. Is if Man City win the Carabao Cup, that is, because if Spurs win it, then they Spurs get the UEFA Conference League. Because for some reason, England don't do it on league position; they do it on league cup winners, which is very strange. Um We've still got more Premier League fixtures to look forward to because of how elongated this week is. So on God. Tuesday. Chelsea play Brighton uh, at Stamford Bridge. Again, 8 o'clock kick-off. Chelsea in fifth, 54 points. Brighton down in 15th on 33. Chelsea, you got to say, comfortable winners here. Starting to look a little bit more threatening and look like they can score more than one goal in games. And I think this is something, again, that they can show against Brighton who, who don't have anything really to play for. I don't think they're going to go down and... Obviously, it's just positioning now for them.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it will be as straightforward as you think. Like, I do expect Brighton to make it a bit more difficult.
0: Mm. I don't know. Um, I can't remember what the first score line between these two was. Uh, obviously, it was the first week of the season. Chelsea won 3 1. Uh, Zuma, Roost, James, and Jorginho scored a penalty, and Leandro Trossard scored for Brighton in that game. So, it won't be easy, yeah. But I still think Chelsea will get the win and score the goals that they need to to get the victory. Then on Wednesday, which we're still going, this is still all under the same match day. There's nothing to
1: football, is there?
0: No <laughs> We're heading to Villa Park As your Aston Villa host Tabletop as Manchester that, that City um, I know you've still got six days To prepare yourself for this But you're not feeling, Are you feeling confident Or not at all Heading into this So got the last one at Villa
1: Park ended Prior is what we needed
0: I don't remember what the last scoreline was between you.
1: 6 1, it was like weeks before the League Cup final.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. Yeah, now I remember you saying it, actually. Um, he actually wasn't. So, it technically, it was match day one, but he wasn't played in the first week of the season because of Man City being in Europe. So that was rescheduled to January this year when you first played them and it was an, until the 79th minute when Man City broke down Aston Villa with Bernardo Silva and then Ilkay Gundogan scoring the goals for Pep Guardiola's well, side We forget we were
1: technically robbed in this one because yeah the offside rule was forgotten
0: yeah and that whole debacle of because he stepped up and he wasn't offside uh, yeah I do actually remember that whole debate. That was crazy and still okay. is.
1: There, there is worries in this one, I feel our season's close to being over. But we've seen Grealish is obviously the case everything. We've lost is now the set who the now scored well the most injury. important goals recently for us, Trezeguet. <laughs> Watkins is yeah. pretty much the only source of goals we have.
0: And it's going to be hard for him to run the show on his own against Manchester City.
1: Oh, wait, I feel like we're at that point. I would j- uh, just send go. the kids. <laughs> send on the kids.
0: Well, you can send in... Was it Louis Barry who scored a hat-trick the other day? Or was it oh, Ramsey d- 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 that scored a hat-trick? I
1: will happily talk for 45 minutes about our youngsters.
0: <laughs> well, we're not going to, thank you very much, because we still have one more Premier League game to <sighs> talk about and uh, it's in a week's time and that is Leicester City versus West Bromwich Albion from the King Power Stadium and uh, East Midlands meets West Midlands game uh, Leicester in third on 56 points whilst West Bromwich are in 19th on 24 West uh, Leicester will be in FA Cup week uh, action this weekend and we get on to, but uh, they'll be able to welcome back the trio that missed last weekend's game as they have been back in training and that is obviously Hamza Chowdhury Iose Perez, and James Madison so, uh, West Brom obviously looking in a bit of good form over the last two weeks or so under Sam Allardyce. So, they could throw the cat amongst the pigeons in this game. Well,
1: oh, they're already doing that slightly. They're, they're just playing like a team that's got nothing to lose now.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I think, like you say, with the other teams around Leicester, they've really got to keep the foot on the gas in this game. And can't afford to be lackluster against a uh, Sam Allardyce team at
1: all, can they? No, 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 not really. If Leicester, wanted because Leicester at the moment are sort of going on their trend of what they were doing last season.
0: Yeah, of throwing away Champions League football.
1: they it's it's like getting said, a reputation of almost bowl jobs.
0: Yeah, quite similar to what Spurs do realistically. But they get to a point of the season where you're just like, well, we give up and you're like, wait, hang on, you've gone from Actually, being...
1: Well, I, I say bottle jobs, that's probably
0: strong choke artists. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad, I suppose, but it is still quite bad, what they have been doing and how uh, the results haven't been going for them recently. Right, as we said, it is FA Cup this we, bleh, 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 bleh. It's FA Cup action this weekend And Saturday It is Chelsea versus Man City From half past five Obviously uh, from Wembley Stadium I don't know how I see this game going at all I really don't I think it's
1: the of both of them I only care about one of them And it's because there's fans back Yeah And it's typical It's the one that's not on free to Yeah
0: but We'll get onto that in a second um, I don't know how I
1: if, there's, if you look at right now If there's a team to stop the quadruple Chelsea are one of those it
0: teams It is Chelsea Yeah And then obviously Champions League wise you'd say PSG Can easily stop them in the ties Because they play world class football But yeah I think Chelsea at this current minute in time Definitely have the capability of being the first team To stop them getting all four trophies and then the second tie takes place on Sunday at half-past six between Leicester City and Southampton. And as you were saying briefly, fans will be allowed back into this game with 2,000 fans from each club allowed to attend, apart from under-18s. And uh, the rest of the tickets will be handed out to, or have been handed out to, NHS frontline workers. Uh, so it's going to be great to have fans back at a game, even at this small number. I think I'd I know you'll
1: say I don't care It's only Leicester Southampton But to them This is the Biggest game of the season Almost
0: Yeah Yeah. It is Because It's one of them Where you like Although it's a small Amount of fans It really can make a difference And You have Everyone always says The fan is the 12th man Across all sports And It's going to be a good sight to see having fans finally back there and slowly returning to that sense of normality as well well yeah uh, fans being there so however I am going to give the slight edge to Leicester City in this one Um, I think they will just have that enough capability to beat Southampton I don't think it'll be a straight easy game I think it, it might be one that we go to extra time and even possibly penalties in this game
1: yeah It's that sort
0: of occasion where
1: You can't really pick favourites like Whoever's yeah. on it on the day Is going to get through
0: Oh 100% And that, like you say Both ties are like that I don't think there is an early favourite for either of them Because both teams in the Chelsea Man City game You could argue 101 cases why That team can go through and why the other team won't and vice versa so it's definitely a very interesting uh, tie setup. Right on to the European football this week uh, starting off in Italy in the Serie A uh, not many big games but there is definitely one uh, to keep an eye out on and that is or two, should I say, on Sunday. At two o'clock UK time, it's Atalanta versus Juventus as third play fourth. Only points separating the two sides with Juve uh, being the better off out of the two sides. And then at quarter to eight, we have Napoli versus Inter Milan, which should be an absolute cracker. And Napoli could be the side that halt uh, Inter Milan's title charge for just for another week longer. Uh, so two very interesting games there. Then we head over to the Bundesliga on Friday night, be Leipzig play Hoffenheim in a game we would expect Leipzig to comfortably win there and then on Saturday afternoon we have Wolfsburg versus Bayern Munich so that is first versus third no idea whether Lewandowski is back for this game or not uh, though Bayern Munich will obviously be hoping that he is after their struggles in recent weeks in the league and in European football and then we also have Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Frankfurt in a game which is 4th take on 8th place and then finally over in uh, well not finally sorry over in Spain this week we have a full set of fixtures to look forward to. Uh any games really stand out for you?
1: Not not particularly. If I were to the only one would be Atletico and Alba
0: If that's anything yeah, good first just, versus bottom. Just <laughs> uh, surely Atletico can't bottle that game, can they? Oh, don't say that. Uh, yeah, I mean I have been saying it over the last few weeks But they have been quite bottlers But I think the early game between Sociedad and Sevilla Which is four versus fifth Obviously it's not close points wise But I think that could be a very interesting game to look forward to And then finally over in France We have Lille versus Montpellier on Friday evening And on Sunday PSG versus Saint-Étienne And Bordeaux versus Monaco So a few good games to look forward to over in France. Right, I'll hand over to you now for the Predictions League
1: Okay So obviously the Predictions League is all but done. There's no hope for yes. me whatsoever
0: and So I've got a 33 point gap that's 33 points if you need to remind it I didn't
1: uh, So for the first one we start with the Friday night fixture of Everton versus Tottenham
0: um, I'm going to go with 1 0 Everton. I'm not expecting it to be a high scoring game. I say 1 1. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, second game is Arsenal against Fulham.
0: Um Do you want to put
1: yeah, i forgot the phrase I've forgotten the phrase over <laughs> nope no, you've it, it's completely gone. gonna it's take
0: it <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Fulham to win this 2 two one
1: oh I oh, oh, bold it off,
0: technically no.
1: No,
0: I'm not. It's going to end soon on Arsenal. Okay. And the final game from England,
1: it is the FA Cup semi-final between Chelsea and Man City.
0: Oh, I'm going to go. Oh, I really don't know. I'm going to say. You know what? Thomas Tuchel side. going to be the side to stop them and two-one Chelsea. The quadruple stops this weekend
1: oh, It's so weird because I'm going to go 1-0 To
0: Chelsea You also expect the quadruple to be over then this weekend
1: I don't expect it but I've just got a feeling Yeah I'm happy to look like a dick next week When Manchester City are in the final but
0: yeah I mean you already do with how big this gap is <laughs> right over to the European set of action so
1: we start the Bundesliga Wolfsburg against Bayern
0: I think Bayern are getting back to winning ways this weekend and they're going to win it 3-1 you
1: want bold I'll go bold
0: yeah i say 1-1 okay very interesting uh, the second game from Europe Fifth in total.
1: It is that big one you suggested in Italy. It is Napoli versus Inter.
0: Um, and for that, I'm going to go with a Desmond. And I'm going to bring out the first 2-2 of the weekend.
1: So I'm going to say 2-1 to Inter.
0: Okay. And the final game... Please. big world card which is this week sees the
1: return of the mls so get in give get, get you i don't stay up at these times to watch them so
0: uh, i don't think this game's actually on a, a bad time i saying.
1: think this was actually on at half, right because obviously it knows it needs to appease its english audience with so phil neville in charge your good friend <laughs>
0: You just said appease English fans and then you said Phil <laughs> Neville in the same sentence. Well, trust me, I'm just trying to figure out Scott, I think. That isn't going to appease anyone, bringing Phil Neville into any equation. Why do you tell it to David Beckham then? <laughs> because he's an arsehole and I don't know David Beckham personally. But the game is inter Miami versus LA Galaxy. Uh, who's at home for that? Inter? It's Wyoming. in Miami. Um... I'm seeing the Galaxy win this. Uh, I'm going to go with 3-0 to LA. Which feels weird, because I don't like saying anything right for LA Galaxy.
1: You say all that, but you forget forgetting to why we now have a new hard rock in defence in Royal Shorecross. Yeah, and... <laughs> because Because of that, they're going to win this. 2 0.
0: What into Miami are going to win yes, this? 2 0. Now, I know you said dumb predictions and stuff in the past, but Jesus Christ, that might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say.
1: MLS teams always improve after their second season.
0: Not when you got Phil Neville in charge, it doesn't. It doesn't matter who's a charge. <laughs> no, well, it does. Trust because it. they're going to get worse.
1: Oh, I'm so ready to clip myself when they win.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I am prepared to be out bold and be proven wrong, but Jesus Christ they are just, not going just to be able if I, I do.
1: have a very good week at close the gap, but it's all because of Phil Neville.
0: Oh my I am gonna fucking cry if Phil Neville side other team that bloody close this gap. Jesus wept <sighs> Right anyway that is the uh, Predictions League A reminder that you're on 106 And I'm on 139 points Heading into this weekend's football Right, onto the world of women's football Now we have had the international break um, It finished on Tuesday evening uh, In friendly wise, for the home nations Wales and Denmark Played out a 1-1 draw With Jess Fishlock scoring for Wales Whilst Penilla Harder scored for Denmark In that game England lost 2-0 to Canada With Evelyn Veens And Nichelle Prince Scoring the two goals for Canada After two goalkeeping errors From both Karen Bardsley and Carly Talford uh, Which Put tests to my uh, Point saying that neither of them Should have been picked for the squad And shouldn't have been in goal in that game But hey what do I know <laughs> And Sorry, then are more the...
1: Qualified than any person To have advised England recently
0: Yes, and I would have chosen a better start an eleven than that England eleven because it's absolutely atrocious. And I think it's now nine defeats in their last twenty five games for England, and not obviously the best of warm ups for the Olympics this summer, which are in ninety nine days' time. Less English more Scottish or Welsh players, or the and Irish. Exactly. And congratulations are in order for Northern Ireland, who have qualified for their first ever major tournament by beating Ukraine 2-0 in the Euro 2022 playoff uh, second leg and 4-1 on aggregate, with Nadine Caldwell and Marissa Callahan scoring the goals in this tie. And the other ties, Russia and Portugal finish 0-0 on Tuesday night, which means Russia win 1-0 on aggregate and qualify. And uh, Switzerland versus Czech Republic finished 1 1 in the evening, but it went to penalties, obviously. And it was Switzerland that won 3 2 on penalties, with Alicia Lehman, Leo Volti, and Anna Konichowski scoring the three penalties for Switzerland. So that has concluded. Uh, all 16 teams are now qualified for the tournament, and the draw, I believe, will be later on this summer. Or maybe within the next couple of weeks. So, definitely want to look out for there. Uh, We have FA Women's Cup action this weekend. Uh, Again, starting on Friday night with Chelsea versus London City Lionesses. And then we have uh, Man City versus Aston Villa on Saturday. And then a full-fledged of fixtures to look forward to on Sunday, with some of the big ties being Reading versus Tottenham, Brighton versus Bristol City, and Leicester versus Liverpool. With all games being at a varied schedule of times, so hopefully uh, both our teams uh, win and progress to the fifth round. Well,
1: I have no hope for mine.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but like George Michael said, you got to have faith. Just sadly not With my lot No Um Right Any more for any more Or is that the lot? Oh,
1: there's nothing that I can Recall off the top of my head
0: No I do believe That is Your lot this week Um We'll be back Obviously at the start of n- well, well be back some point next week To some, round up the fixtures. There
1: won't be a review The usual review show on Monday For obvious Well not obvious reasons Well
0: it is kind of obvious because it would be rounding up like 3-4 games that have happened by the time it would be our usual Monday review show
1: just decided to spice it out a bit more
0: yes and so that we can get a full uh, reaction to a lot of the Premier League games that have happened so it it, it doesn't matter if obviously all 10 games haven't happened but as long as we've got more than 3 to talk about that'll be fine there's a
1: small part of it's begging Then not that insane at least the early ones this week they did the, so. the weekend ones. the what the, the, the
0: midweek was to be as tidy as anything. Exactly, we want midweek football as brilliant as possible. Um, but yeah, we'll be back at some point next week uh, to review the fixtures and look ahead to next weekend's games. And obviously, if anything big does happen in between, hand then we'll sure to get a video or some audio out about it, so you never miss anything with us. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter so you never miss any posts or notifications from us, and the handle is at offtcpod. Uh, and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube. Download us if you're listening to an Apple podcast and give us a fast-hour rating and download us if you're listening to on Spotify as well and any other streaming services that you can get this podcast out. And until next week, enjoy the new weekend, whatever you're doing, and it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Brad. <sighs> the pub of awaits through this weekend <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you soon